0: I don't think that people actually understand the hard work that is
1: put in behind the scenes. There are some beauty contests that are swimsuit based, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. If people want to enter it, so what? They can Mm -hmm. go and show off their bodies if they want to. I've got no problem with that, but we're not about that.
2: You are listening to the Sisterhood of Mommy and Perfect, the podcast that explores and celebrates all of the wondrous things that make up womanhood. My name is Rina Bill, and on this podcast, I have some really interesting conversations and I salute the game changers. I applaud the trailblazers. Today, I'm talking about beauty pageants because this week it is the Miss England finals happening in Coventry, my hometown. And so, a new Miss England will be crowned. So the current Miss England, Barsha Mukherjee, has been on this podcast before. She's been on last year when she um, talked about going back to work as a doctor in the NHS. But right now, I have two guests with me. So I've got Angie Beasley, who is the director of Miss England, and the current Miss Lester, Tia Carter. Hey, ladies. Hello. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Sisterhood on and Perfect. I'm so excited to have you guys. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Happy Nils. How are you feeling about the finals?
0: I'm so excited and nervous at the same time, but I couldn't be more ready for it. <laughs> I've been waiting since last year, April, and it's been cancelled four times. So I definitely feel like I'm ready for it now.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I do feel for you guys because it's been a long time of no event. Has, right? yeah. Yes. I've almost had
0: my title two years now, like Bastia's held Miss England for two years. so.
2: <laughs> and weren't you crowned in your back garden for Miss Leicester? Yes, I was crowned
0: by my older sister, who is also a former Miss Leicestershire as well.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Angie, how are you feeling? The fact that you're able to do things now, do these events now after such a long time of waiting? Uh,
1: Well, it's quite ironic, really, because we're on this podcast with Tia, who has been our longest reigning finalist. Um, I started organising Miss England in January. I've forgotten what year it is. It seems forever ago. (laughs) Um, And um, I started organising it as a live event and we planned it. It was supposed to be held at the Hilton Metropole in Birmingham and uh, we we originally planned it for the summer of 2020 and um, Tia's competition was actually booked at the Y Theatre in Leicester and that couldn't go ahead because Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be on the was it the 28th or 29th of March Tia I can't think it was the 29th yeah the 29th of March 2020 and I think two days before that every the whole country went into lockdown Mm. so you know it was so unexpected of what happened for everybody i know that and um and obviously we we had a choice to either cancel doing the competitions altogether. but a lot of the girls had started fundraising like tia you you'd done a bit of fundraising haven't you for yeah weeks? i'd already started
0: all my mm-hmm. fundraising everything
1: yeah and you'd created eco outfits and, and that kind of thing or you know you would started the process because Sort of being in Miss England, it's not just a case of turning up, is it? You know, you have to. No, it's
0: definitely not. You turn up on the day and everything runs smoothly. Yeah. No. There is months of preparation that mm. goes into it. There really is.
1: There really is. So, it, I mean, it's it's fantastic to be able to go ahead, fingers crossed, on Friday with the event. And I think all of the girls, it will be the first time we've brought them all together, all forty-four together, um, in an event situation because we've been running the heats well not heats we've been running the qualifying rounds over the Mm -hmm. last um three months yeah all these different rounds in in smaller groups haven't we so you know i think it's really nice to be able to bring everybody together and the families to see their daughters on the on the catwalk and appreciate the hard work these young ladies have done because it's (laughs) it's so inspiring what they've been doing over Mm. lockdown and beyond it really is to keep positive and to keep focused on something it's you know they they all deserve a medal and you're all (laughs) gonna get one aren't you (laughs) thanks to the trophy parlor in Leicester because they've uh, they've seen all the hard work you do and we just we we thought we'd give everybody a medal (laughs) that's amazing
2: Just talk to me a little bit about the rounds because, you know, I think some people have this conception of, okay, you just, you know, put makeup on, put a nice dress on, stand there, smile, look pretty. But it's not, is it?
1: It's more than that, right? No,
0: we're definitely not anything like porcelain dolls. (laughs) Um, But with the rounds, there is so much and they all bring out everyone's personality, which is what I love. Um, All the different rounds. There's the eco round, making a recyclable or biodegradable outfit. Um, mm-hmm. which is actually being sponsored by Plast Free this year. Okay. I absolutely loved watching the Eco Round. I didn't make the top 10 myself, but I actually went to go and watch the Eco Round and seeing all the girls' outfits and everything that everyone had made and all the beautiful They made them that, themselves.
2: They made them yeah, themselves.
1: Yeah, so everyone makes their That's own amazing. individual yeah. outfit and we all yeah, kind of have, have story to go behind it as well. It's actually from recycled materials, isn't it, Tia? It's either something yeah. you bought in a charity shop or, you know, materials that you wouldn't normally use. And it's creating a, 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 an interesting and creative, fashionable outfits and making it look good on the catwalk, you know, from from basically rubbish, <laughs> so. Yeah. It's, it's, so uh, one
0: of the girls made hers, I absolutely loved hers. It was made out of face masks that she'd washed okay, after yes. doing lip picks and things like that. Yes. Um, but it absolutely looked amazing. All the blue face masks, she'd made them into like butterflies and little bows and attached them to a skirt. It looked absolutely incredible yeah.
2: um, you know i did see some pictures of that and it, they did look really cool and i think that it's such a big topic now right that it's yeah you know if you've got these ladies looking glamorous making this stuff that's sustainable and recycled to look glamorous that i think that's awesome also there's um there was a bare-faced shoot, wasn't there? And that's yeah. not normally something that you associate with beauty pageants, because you think, okay, it's all about the lashes, the lip gloss and stuff. And then what? So just tell me a little bit about that that uh, bare-face shoot. Yeah, I,
0: mean, I absolutely so- love the bare round. It was so I amazing to see everyone. Because it's literally just all like natural beauty to see everyone not with their face in makeup, not feeling like they have to wake up that day and like feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to put my makeup on to make me look beautiful. No, you don't need to do that. So I absolutely mm. love the bare face round because of the yeah. fact that it promotes natural beauty and showing the fact that we, no one needs makeup on their face and no one needs to put makeup on their face every day um, to make themselves look beautiful.
1: Yeah, I, I was getting so many, we started the bareface Round in 2019, um, and it was mainly down to the fact that we were getting so many contestants entering the competition with filters on, the, the Instagram filters mm. on, you know, on your cameras, um, and also you couldn't actually see the girl, she had that much makeup on, and that, you know, big eyelashes and big eyebrows drawn on and everything, and, that's, and, and really it was... You know, it was something that we didn't know what the girls really looked like because they would just go it like they were in disguise, and um, and I think it's a culture on Instagram that everybody's trying to look like this perfect model, and I think it's an important message to send out to young people that you don't have to be absolutely perfect all the time because no nobody nobody's perfect anyway, but you know it's 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 about enhancing your natural beauty wearing makeup not covering up what you've already got so I think it's um, I think it's an important message for our girls to get involved with we also had to post on their own social media if they were brave enough to do this round and I would say I think most most of the finalists did I think there may have been one or two that didn't do it but out of 44 girls I think 42 did it so uh, you know it's it's and everybody says the same. They felt empowered. They felt, you know, they're now more accepting of themselves through entering that round. So, you know, it's it's. I think it's done a lot of good. You know, just taking part in it.
2: Well, so. I, I think that it's a it's a really good thing that you started because, like you said, now it's all about what filters can you use? You know, what little enhancements yeah. enhancements can you make? And and makeup. You know, I love makeup. It's fun, isn't it? But yes, as you're it's right, it doesn't have to be a mask like what's underneath there and and everybody looks (laughs) stunning everybody looks stunning with no makeup you know so yes uh yeah I I really like that um so what you know some people have a very kind of a different attitude towards pageants you know there are two schools of thoughts really so that you you get people who are like you know this is kind of um it's, it's a contested part of our culture it's a hangover from a more patriarchal era you know um women are being they're just lined up and scored on how they look. They're being objectified. And then you get people saying, you know, actually it's quite feminist in a way because it's helping to empower women. It's helping them to be themselves. It's helping them to be more confident. I mean, to people who who think, okay, this is about patriarchy, people looking at women in a certain way, what would you guys say to that?
0: I think with pageants um being totally honest myself I didn't really understand them I never really saw the point in it and then my older sister entered and I saw all the amazing work that she did and all the work that pageant girls put into everything that they do it's like Mm. having another job but it's so much more fun and meeting everyone that you get to meet out of it networking with people it's absolutely amazing I don't I don't think that people actually understand the hard work that is put in behind the scenes. They see the fact that girls have got sashes and crowns on, beautiful dresses, their hair and makeup done up nice, and they automatically form their opinion just by looking at that, rather than looking into everything that goes on behind the scenes. So I absolutely love the fact that with Miss England, a lot of us girls do posts about everything that's going on behind the scenes, showing when we're making the eco-wear outfits, posting that on social media, doing the talent round and things like that, showing the work that goes in before the sports round, everyone in the gym, doing what they need to do to prepare mm-hmm. themselves. Like, I absolutely love the fact that when we do Miss England, all the girls put in that effort to show everyone on social media and show the people that are so sceptical about it that we don't just stand on stage and stand still and look pretty we actually put in all this hard work behind it and that's what the result comes out is at the end Mm -hmm. so I feel like there is a lot that has changed in pageants over the years and there is it's
1: not the same as it used to be.
2: Mm. Andrew what about you because you've been in this business for quite a while haven't you?
1: (laughs) yeah i have to say i mean i i was actually one of those girls in the 80s um early 1980s uh, entering these competitions when it was just a case of turning up with a swimsuit and we used to walk on a stage in high heels and they even used to call your measurements out and Mm -hmm. there is no wonder at that time it got a bad name and there's no wonder it got taken off television because it was objectifying women. It was all about your figure and your face. And that was it, it was all about being pretty um and looking good now that we have moved with the times miss miss world is beauty with a purpose that is the ethos of miss world and miss world raises more money than somebody like um some of the more well-known charities like band-aid it's raised millions and millions of pounds across the world with miss world beauty with a purpose they they help good causes all over the world with what they do it's a charity in its own right now and I think we're slowly getting through to people that we're not how it used to be where they used to parade women in swimsuits. It's changed with the times and the rate, the way that we're trying to do that and let people educate people, I suppose on-, on how we've changed is by posting what the girls do on social media, because it's the only way that we can get through to people mm. that we have changed with the times because it's not on the mainstream television anymore. Um, and it's, I think it's a really important message that people need to, to know about, um, you know, that we're not a bikini bathing beauty contest anymore. We haven't been since the eighties, you know. Do you you have a swimsuit round? Is there a swimsuit round? Not this year, no. No. Um, The girls have 10 different rounds to take part in and they're all optional, as Tia will tell you. Um, And it's entirely up to them, which rounds they want to want. Some choose to enter all of them and some choose to pick and choose and decide which ones they want to Mm do. Um, And um, I think probably the most objectifying one, if you were going to call it that, is possibly the bare face round, because it's all about your natural beauty. What's wrong with that? Mm. Promoting something positive on social media. So, you know, we we brought in the Explore the Nation round this year, which is all about promoting the town or city or county where you live. Um, And I think in today's world, certainly in, in the UK, everybody's trying to enjoy a a UK holiday now and it's nice Mm. for the girls to get to know their own areas and promote where they're from you know all of these things create a lot better versions of the girls themselves in the end because of all the process the girls go through and the friends that they make along the way so you know I, I think it's very empowering for women to enter this this type of competition well but they're not like miss england i would like to add there are some swim beauty contests that are swimsuit based mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that if people want to enter it so what they can mm-hmm. go and show off their bodies if they want to i've got no problem with that but we're not about that i was one of those people that maybe
2: had a kind of oh you know it's a beauty pageant you just stand there and smile oh you know however um if I'm honest, since actually meeting yourself, Angie, and yourself Tia, and the other contestants, um, in in a in a function not that long ago, where the girls stood up and spoke, performed, you performed Tia, and you know, and and even girls that didn't perform uh, have a musical talent or you know singing or whatever, gave a a, a speech. You know, Miss Coventry gave a really good speech you know she was funny she was confident it was about coventry and when i heard everybody speaking and just the confidence and the fact that everyone uh, there's not just one type there's a diff- there's different types you know there's you know some um plus size slimmer ladies different races you know i thought you know what this is not what i thought it was this is not what mm-hmm. i thought it was That's and it. I, and, I, and i just thought you know what if if i was early 20s and was this confident It would have been amazing like you can achieve so much
1: yeah
0: well I've actually been entering Miss England since I was 16 I'm now turning 20 this year and I have to say it has been an amazing experience for me and it has definitely helped me build up my confidence over the years when I look back at my 16 year old self and think about it I'm like the fact that I even stood up on that stage in the first place was absolutely amazing um but now I have the confidence to actually do it and I surprise myself more and more by when I look back I'm like oh my goodness like I actually started doing this at 16 years old and look mm-hmm. at where I am now
2: yeah so and what, very what, what exactly. made you want to do it Tia is it your sister that got you into it like what what was the thing yes that made it you was you my sister
0: and Angie as well I actually helped them do oh, some scouting for um, other people to enter Miss Leicestershire and things yeah, like that, that was, yeah. <laughs> I remember being in Top Shop. We were looking for girls and scattered around. I remember thinking, I was like, I think I should just enter. I was yeah. like, I might as well just do it. So I decided to enter that day.
2: Mm. And and when I met you, I I saw you performing a dance, um, and like you know, you're brilliant. And how long have you been doing it? Is this are you a teacher as well? Or do you teach dance?
0: Uh, yes, I teach dance. Pop time um but I've been dancing since I was about three years old. Thank you. So I've been dancing for so many years, it's been about 16 years now. Um, but I absolutely love it and it gives me so much confidence as well. So being able to mix dance and pageantry together, it just gives me a newfound level of confidence. And I was like I never thought I'd be able to perform in front of that many people.
2: Yeah. Um I mean, it does take a lot of
1: a lot of courage to do that. Not everyone can do that. And like you said, you've been doing it since you were sixteen. On has actually reached the yes. top three in the talent round so T is going to be on stage performing in front of the audience we'll be performing on Friday but no pressure <laughs> Tia <Yes.
2: laughs> that is amazing that is amazing so you know um and after this the Miss England final then does the Miss England then go on to represent England and Miss World is that how it works
1: that's correct yes, yes. Yeah. Miss World is taking place this year in Puerto Rico and it's their 70th anniversary. And Miss World is actually run by um, a mother like me. Um, And she um, she has been running the competition. Well, she took over from her her husband in 1999. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's actually Julia Morley, who's actually received a humanitarian award herself with the variety. Um, th- because of the incredible work that Miss World does around the world. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's celebrating its 70th birthday this year. Mm, so, you know, and it's still, whatever anybody says in this country, Absolutely. Miss World is still one of the biggest television shows in the world because it's screened, I think it's to 130 countries across the world um, live. So, you know, loathe it or like it, it's still a big thing.
2: Mm. So um, you know, because I just know that from watching Bollywood movies and being very much in, uh, into the Indian entertainment scene, that Miss World, when it's been a Miss India, their careers—it's done wonders for their careers. Okay. You know, Ashwarya Rai, Priyanka Chopra, were Miss Worlds. Um, so I think I do get it. It's it's a big, it's a, it's platform, a great platform. It? Yeah, it's a, it a platform. platform
1: for the girl. That, I was actually there. I was in South Africa when Ashwarya Rai won Miss World. Um, that was about, I think it was 94, wasn't it? Yeah, and, um, and I can remember seeing her, she was so graceful. And I've actually met her, she came to Leicester a couple of months later as Miss World. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I remember thinking, what an inspiring woman, you know, and it's great to see how big she's become, you know, with the Miss World platform and how mm. like, the things she's gone on to to achieve. It's incredible to see somebody grow that much. So you know, it's it's just a shame it's not celebrated as much in England as what it is in places like India and you know the Philippines. It's massive there. There's certain countries across the world that you know they they understand what Miss World is about. Yeah. Whereas some some countries are very small-minded and and just assume it's just like it used to be, and it's not. So Mm. uh, one day we we might get through to people. Who knows? (laughs) Is charity a big part of what the girls have to do? raising money yeah we have there's a, a what we call the beauty with a purpose fundraising uh, round and the girls are given a, a charity challenge to raise as much as they can for beauty with a purpose as part of the competition and the top fundraiser is recognized on the night
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, as the charity queen um and um tia you 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 tell us what you've been doing for charity <laughs> they do all sorts of different um, things
0: yeah i've done so uh when i was first crowned miss Leicestershire, i actually did a 20 mile run to help raise money um for beauty with a purpose um recently i've been doing my triple charity challenge um so i climbed snowdon um mount snowdon in wales i did a 30 mile bike ride and this thursday i'm doing a skydive wow so i'm really i'm really excited for that but it actually does, doing little... I've always loved little things like this, Um, but I've done charity fundraising. I used to do charity fundraising with school friends and things like that. So we used to raise money um, for orphanages in Africa. Um, But even doing things with Visa With A Purpose and how many charities they help around the world and Mm -hmm. all the amazing work that they do, I absolutely love it.
1: Yeah, it is incredible. And and even in Leicester, where you're representing, um, Tia... You know that beauty with a purpose donated. Um, I think it was six thousand pounds to yeah, fund a yeah to fund a house for the homeless in. Um, to, for, I think it was for five homeless people to live in Leicester for a year in a ha- a sponsored house at the Y charity. You know, it's nice yeah. to so find for it.
0: people between the age of sixteen and twenty five. Yeah, um, they donated that money so that they could live in a
1: house. so you know but this is all from funds the actual contestants have raised i might add so it's people like Tia putting all this hard charity work in that's how we're you know beauty with a purpose is able to do that um we've actually got a section for beauty with a purpose on the miss miss england website if anybody is interested um you know just google miss england go on the website and go on the, the tab that says beauty with a purpose and there's there's videos that explain what is beauty with a purpose and and it shows some of the causes that we've um we need to get your that the fundraising for the house on there that's one thing we haven't got around to doing today <laughs> but that's you know, I know, yeah. thing. There's so many different things that beauty with a purpose has funded over the years uh that i've seen you know and it's just incredible what uh you know what we what what these young ladies achieve mm, it part is. of the competition it so, really is yeah.
2: so Tia apart from all the pageantry stuff and the dance and the fundraising so what else do you do are you studying
0: um I'm actually going back to college to study in September mm-hmm. um, which I'm really excited about uh I study electrical engineering Cool. So I'm looking forward to becoming an engineer. I want to go and get my degree next year as well. Um, so I want to start university next year. So I'm really excited about that. But yeah, and then I also work as a bartender as well at the moment.
2: But so, you are busy, girl. <laughs> I'm a, girl I'm
0: all over the place. I'm, I'm wow. everywhere.
2: Schedule. <laughs> but I've noticed that a lot of the girls are either graduates or they are studying, which um Which is nice to see, you know, it's a a nice mix of beauty and brains, it seems. Yeah, I think
0: a lot of people expect, like, beauty pageant girls to go down the route of doing hair or makeup or modelling or something within, like, the beauty industry. And it doesn't have to be like that.
1: My career
0: has absolutely nothing to do with beauty pageants, but with within doing Miss Leicestershire and my sponsor as well Richard um he's been absolutely amazing in supporting me with wanting to go forward with doing engineering I'm actually doing going to be doing talks in schools and um colleges and things like that to talk about girls actually getting into STEM as part of an award that he's opened in his sister's name called the Linda Clark Award so with things like that and through Richard I've met so many female engineers been able to speak to Rolls-Royce and things like that so it's been absolutely amazing that even doing a beauty contest and things like that, the people that I've networked with and the people that I've met, they're actually helping me further my career mm-hmm.
1: in a way that I didn't even think was possible. Now you wouldn't expect that. I mean, Pasha um, says the same, you know, it's taken her to a different level, even though she's, she's a doctor and she works in a hospital, you know, she gets more opportunities. She's now a, you know, an online pharmacy doctor, you know, which would never have happened without being Miss England. Mm. And, you know there's all these other stepping stones. It, it, Miss England is a stepping stone, and, and it, it, even just being a finalist can be a stepping stone as well. It's about making the most of your journey, isn't it? So, yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah. Uh, and what how can girls apply, and, and, and
1: what, what kind of person do you think should be applying to be Miss England in the future? Um, somebody that is charitable and wants to help others, somebody that wants to do some good in the world, and um, and obviously somebody that um wants to make the most of themselves and be the, become the best version that they can possibly be, because that's what a, a lot of the feedback that I get from contestants, you know, that, that's what they, they tell us, you know, they, when they entered, they must've been shy and retiring. And since entering, it's really brought on their confidence and helped them in, in everyday life really. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, there, there is an age category. It's 16 to 26 and, uh, you have to have a British passport, but apart from that, you can enter Miss England, mm. um, and there's also a Mister England as well. Don't forget. So, okay. uh, yeah, but it's not held annually the Mister England competition. It's every other every other year usually. Um, right. It happens to have been three three or four years since we had the last one. <laughs> but, okay. <yeah. laughs> Yeah, but there is a mister as well. That's the point. <laughs> okay. And Tia,
2: have you made good friends through this? Because you do kind of get... Yeah, I think there's just that stereotype of like, women are like, you know, very bitchy and like catty and super competitive. Very competitive,
0: and, you
2: know, yeah. You know, is, it, no, is it actually friendly behind the scenes? It is really
0: friendly. I've made some good friends over the years. And there's girls that aren't actually entering Miss England anymore that I still talk to, that I'm in contact with and still go and see when we come to each other's cities and things like that and make plans to actually meet up with each other so making lifelong friends
1: yeah lovely definitely I can vouch for that I can vouch for that I've seen it happen so many times and actually one of my best friends is somebody I met in a beauty pageant <laughs> back in the 80s so it does happen and, and I think people like to label beauty pageants as being bitchy or it's usually because people are jealous they don't understand it or they're just jealous you know, so uh, I think the majority of the girls pulled together and become great friends and, and mm. probably friends for many on many occasions friends for life
2: okay. and lastly is what does beauty name? if I say what
1: has beauty been to I, both of you what would you say?
2: what does beauty, beauty been to both
0: of you? I'd have to say Jerry. beauty is more about the person that you are on the inside rather than outside um, it's about being ambitious it's about being courageous about being confident having high self-esteem and valuing the people around you as well as valuing yourself and valuing the people that help you and care for you Mm -hmm. so I definitely have to say beauty is something more to do with about having a beautiful soul and being the person that you are on the inside and projecting that on the outside Hmm. Yeah.
1: I have to say I I do agree with that. Um beauty is not just what you see, it's about the person within. And it's also what is beauty? You know, we see beautiful things every day. You can go for a walk in a park and look at beautiful flowers, and you know, we enjoy beauty. We we like looking at nice things. And hmm. beauty within my industry for me is beauty with a purpose because that's the ethos of the competition.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um And where can people find out more about Miss England? Um, Well, if you Google Miss England, um, you just pop it in Miss England, the website will come up. Uh, We've also got a Miss England app. So if anybody's interested, it's free to download. Um, So you just go to the Apple Google App Store, um, Google Play Store, um, and uh, yeah, just download it. And uh, you can see all the contestants and find out some more inspiring stories about our finalists.
2: And I just want to say a big good luck to you, Tia. And I hope everything goes well. Um, it is, of, of course, very exciting. I'm sure everything will be fine. You know, best luck, best of luck to all the contestants. Tia, you've got my vote. Don't tell anyone. Oh, thank um, you. But yeah, you know, I, I, I'm really excited for you. And thank you so much for coming on and talking to me today about this. Thank, thank
0: you for having me. Thanks for having us.
2: <laughs> Take care, okay. ladies. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.